What's up, everybody? It's your main man, Kel Breezy. And I'm here with an episode. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about WWE's 10 greatest tag teams. This is not my list. This is not mine. In a way, it kind of is. Cause I kind of agree with this, but this is about WWE. It was on, P- on I can't say WWE Network, but it's on Peacock, where WWE Network is now. So <clears throat> this is their top 10. I'm not gonna, They did 50. I'm not gonna talk about the other 40. You want to see the other 40? Go watch the video episodes. So, their top 50 greatest tag team. Go watch it yourself because I'm not gonna do it. So, but this is the top 10. And they were pretty much based on like popularity and success and how they changed the industry and what they done in the industry and kind of longevity, stuff like that. So, that's what they were really basing it on and popularity, you know, and trend setting and merchandise and all that stuff tied in. Not just how many title reigns and how length of reigns. I mean, they still played in too, but it wasn't the only thing they based it on. So, yeah, this is the top ten they said. Um, number ten, the British Bulldogs. <clears throat> I um, I seen maybe maybe a couple of their matches. Well, not highlights of their matches, but the stuff I seen, pretty dope shit. And a good solid tag team with Dave Boy Smith and the Dynamite Kid. Um, I can see a lot of teams now doing a lot of their stuff tag team stuff and just solo stuff um <clears throat> like dynamite kid he he influenced a lot of guys you know not just british guys but guys like daniel bryan and so many other guys and british bulldog he influenced people too david boy smith before he became a british bulldog david boy smith he was just david boy smith or a brother-in-law to bret hart and Owen hart and um they was the british bulldogs because it's a real dog Bulldogs and they're British, but yeah, they their tag team offense and their powerhouse would it, they just made a great dominant team. I can see them being in the top ten. If you're no, you're really like a real wrestling fan. I can see you really believing in them being in the top ten. I, I I would argue with them being number ten, only based because I'm not really familiar watching them in the matches. I would have to go back because they made their WWE debut in, back in 1984 before I was born. But um, yeah, but um. From the stuff I've seen and hear people talk about them, they definitely belong in the top 10 because they was, it was like in the golden age of tag teams before, you know, the attitude era with, you know, TLC matches with the Hardys, Dillies, and Asian Christian, the Bulldogs, British Bulldogs, they was kicking it off in them big tag teams and stuff. So, yeah, I can definitely see them being top 10. No doubt. No diggity, no doubt. Respect. Respectfully. So, I'm not gonna argue with that. Um, Buzz of Destruction coming in number nine, though. I guess because it's The Undertaker and it's Kane, and Kane had probably one of the best debuts in wrestling in, during the 1997 Hell in the Cell. And the Buzz of Destruction, they did leave a, they was a force to reckon with. Like, when they would team up together, like, it wasn't too many teams that could beat them or stop them when they got together. Like, you know, because they were some big, talented, Pretty athletic dudes, because you've seen them there climb top ropes or jumping over the ropes or, you know, walking the top rope. And so, and they were just good in the ring. And people love the Bros. Destruction. You know, it was just a great tag team from hell. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I'm number nine, putting them over the British Bulldogs. I guess you, I, I can see it. I'm I can I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I'm I'm okay with that. 
British. Number nine, number nine. Brother Destruction. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm not your argument. I'm not going to argue with this one too much. Um, I'm fine with this. I can, I can, I can see that. I'm definitely fine with that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know because I mean, I thought, like I said, everything they tie, they've tied in together to pick these teams. Yeah. I mean, demolition is, you know, I think demolition was number eleven on the list, so they barely made it. So, but yeah, that's definitely. Frustrating in some ways, it's debatable because they did a lot more single stuff and tag than tag teams stuff. So yeah, it's very debatable and arguable. But yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm fine with it. Now, number seven and eighteen. I'm um big fans of both teams, but I don't know how I feel about the Usos over the New Age Outlaws. New Age Outlaws are number eight. Me. I will put the Usos um, <laughs> at number eight instead of number seven, but Dota, he put the Usos number seven. Who the hell is number eight? reason I say that because I grew up in the Attitude Era. I remember the age I lost, and I remember the Usos. I'm down with the Usos. I've been down since day one. But I've also been down with the Outlaws, and as far as, you know, the Usos have long, has, has long, long, has, their longevity is a little longer than Dota, 11 years as a team. They debuted in 2010. It's 2021. They're still together and rocking. Uh, New Age Outlaws, they just made a bigger impact when they teamed together. It wasn't as long, but come on now. Everybody was ready to say it. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Then come on. And the antics they was doing, it's like. And then right before the match, Road Dog getting his dick. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you know, all that stuff. People was down with it. And, they, and to me, they really didn't need to join DX. I feel like Triple H and like, oh, we're going to put them with us because their popularity, they're pretty much doing the same thing that, you know, me and Sean was doing before we went out. Now they're doing the same stuff that I want to do, but they're really popular. And I want to ride their momentum of popularity and make mine even greater. Like I said, if you really go back and look, New Age Outlaws were doing antics and being assholes and doing stuff. Just like Triple H and Shawn Michaels were doing when DX first started. And when Shawn went down, like, okay, New Age Outlaws, they still doing antics and shaving mohawk cloth and locking people in dumpsters and and pushing a dumpster off the stage. They're doing stuff that I want to do. So let's get them together. Let's do this stuff and have fun. So, because I, I, and they tagged, and they, they really changed the tag team division. I just really. You know, they was they fit them so well together. Billy Gunn, his powerhouse and road dog, his mic skills and juking and jiving and all that cool stuff. And you know, as years later they came back and won the tag titles again in 2014, down the Hall of Fame. So in a way, like I said, I would kind of put them over um Usos. But I mean, like I said, they you want the Uso, but Uso no disrespect because I can talk about them too, because I've been down since day one. I mean, I get respect for constantly evolving and changing themselves over the years. Because at first they were just two twins, the Samoan twins. They just in a tag team and they just floundered around. And they it took them like four years to finally win tag titles after they changed the game. They changed their look. They had loud, bright colors and paint with the Samoan face paint. No paint homage to their cousin. 
was their cousin uh Umongo passed away. So that's yeah, the face paint I have on each side, but put together is Umongo's face paint. Um and they doing the Samoan dance entrance, the Samoan chant and the dance in the beginning of the intro. And then they just started having more fun. It took like four to get the tag titles. And then like I said, when they guess they felt like okay, this is starting to get stale, which it did. They switched it up with a little heel and down since day one ish. You know, got a little more intense, a little more more rougher in the ring. You know what I mean? More styles. They had a little more substance to their style. With the burning black and white or whatever colors they was wearing, more you know, urban wear. And like I said, I give them props for they changed up being around long to have, but for me, um or impact for is just overall in New Age I lost man because it's just I'm just saying, I guess because I grew up on, like I grew up on both of them. So, but I would, if I were gave, I would rank Nudge Laws ahead of Usos a little bit. That's just me though. That's my opinion. Big fans of both. <laughs> right now, the Usos are my favorite tag team. Even now with this whole bloodline storyline with Roman Reigns, they are my favorite tag team. I'm like ready for them to go ahead and get these SmackDown tag titles again. Y'all get to put this work in. These tag titles, Roman Universe champion, everybody wearing the titles around now. So it's just that's just where I'm at with it. So <laughs> um number six, um you put the Legion of Doom, aka the Road Warriors, at number six. Um again, like the Road Warriors and stuff, they was that part of like I'm not talking about that golden age tag team though, when they had demolition, heart foundation, um, the British Bulldogs, so many tag teams, um the dream team with um Greg Ballantyne and Brutus Barber Brutus Beefcake Brutus Barber Barber Beefcake. I never came this tongue to us. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, <laughs> you know and so many other tag teams that was around that time in the eighties and early nineties. But the Legion of Doom they stood out because everywhere they went they were winning tag team titles. They were winning championships here, there, and all over the place. And when they came to the WWF, come on now. And a lot of people really feel like, you know, Demolition was a knockout version, was WWE's version of the Road Warriors. I said, Road Warriors, they was kicking ass in other promotions. And wherever they went, they won titles. Japan, WCW, NWA, AWA, you, mean, you name it, they won titles. When they capped it off, we'll win the tag titles in WWF from the Nasty Boys at SummerSlam. And they left. And came back with still like kicking ass, like they was around and at two two whooping ass and being tag teams and they were putting over guys like New Age Outlaw or wrestling guys like the Headbangers, the Hogwins, and another tag team that was around the attitude there. Fighting the nation of domination. Um, but I mean number six. I guess in WWE, yeah. But far as wrestling overall. They get, I feel like they would get ranked a little higher, but this being just WWE based off WWE. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I get that. Putting them at number six based off WWE's base of popularity and um, influence in wrestling and title reigns and all that stuff that they, you know, based this list off of. But like I said, if it was just wrestling overall, I think that um, Road Warriors. Legion Doom, which one you want to call them, will be higher than number six. That's just my honest to God opinion, you know, because man, 
you can ask any true wrestling fan my age, older, maybe even a little younger, if you're just a really diehard wrestling fan, Road Warrior, you know it in the Doomsday Device. And we'll put that put that upon their shoulder, hawk them out the top rope, that clothesline. Boom. It ain't too many tag team finishers that's more popular or greater than the Doomsday Device. Then the entrance, oh, what a rush. Ding, ding. And they would be two powerhouse dudes. They was pretty kind of athletic, though, man. They was <laughs> in the face paint. Oh, my gosh. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. I'm, I'm a fan for face paint. It's like warrior paint. Stain, Ultimate Warrior. Even Jeff Hardy doing face paint. Darby Allen. I'm a fan of, like, wrestlers wearing face paint. It's like war paint. Like, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to go to war. So, gold does it. So, yeah. But, um. Yeah, like I said, I respect it. At least stay in the top ten. And if you didn't put them in the top ten, if you're a wrestling fan, at least doing all your top ten and race tag teams, you need to check yourself at the wrestling door. Think about that again. Before I really get into the top five for the other you put, I'm gonna do like them. I'm gonna acknowledge some teams that's from WCW and the women's tag teams. You know, um, when ladies first, they was the Boston Hug connection, but you know they turned heel, so it's like more like the golden role models. Sasha Banks and Bailey the first. WWE Women's Tag Team Champions here now. Um, they didn't mention um, Bill Phoenix and Natalia. The Divas of Doom. <laughs> yeah. They didn't mention them. They were, they were a good, solid, strong tag team. I wish that they... I really wish that they could have been... Tag Team would have been around when they were around because they would definitely have been Tag Team Champs for a good little minute. Um, Iconics. Respect. Originally, Iconic Duo. But then just Iconics, yeah. I hate that you released them. It was a great tag team, great talents to have. And then we went to the division. They brought, brought personality and character to the division that is needed. I'm glad to see Tamina and Natalia doing something. Then done with tag team. Um, um, Ember Moon and Shasi Blackheart become a strong tag team. Like I said, that tag team division is suffering on the Riot Squad. was a good tag team. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> The Kabuki Warriors, Oscar and Kyrie Sang, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. These were great tag team. These tag team that you needed should have kept, you know, because you needed the tag team ties to be important and relevant. Now they just kind of just okay. And you break up tag teams and, just, and and put them with another somebody else to make a tag team. Crazy. Shayna Baszler and um Nia Jax. I'm kind of ready for that to be over though. I'm not gonna lie, I really want Shayna Baszler to, and Nia Jax to go back to being dominating. Being a force to be reckoned with, you know. So, I feel like Nia Jax has um been doing better in the rain, not hurting people. So I'm ready to see her, you know, back and swing things, being solo and trying to chase a single championship. Same with Shayna Baszler, she deserves it. Put them on different brands after the um. Well, kind of contradicting myself by saying breaking my tag team, but <sighs> tag team division don't care the matter to being so. Anyway, and some WCW tag teams. I'm not gonna mention the Steiners because they already mentioned the Steiners on this list because Steiners were in WWE. The Outsiders, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Hall, Heat, Doom. Oh man. Yeah. It's Sting and Lex Luger. Can't forget about them. The four horsemen. Four horsemen had a tag team. They had all the gold at one point. It was before Evolution did it, before. Unspeeded Era did it. 
yeah so yeah i mean it's this tag team so if this like i said this is still the e but if this was just wrestling greatest tag teams yeah some of the things i said would would definitely been in this list would be a lot different than what it is I don't know if number one team would be number one. Probably still would be. I'm not going to deny them or that. But anyway, let's get into this top five. And for the longest, before they did it, I was like trying to wrap my mind around the top five teams. Like I knew the four of them, but I, like, I just couldn't remember the fifth team. <laughs> and then like, then when I watched it, like, oh, damn, I forgot about that team. I'll tell you that team in a minute. But number five, the Dudley Boys. Ding, 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 ding. The Deli Boys, oh my gosh, what a what a team. Another team that, you know, that pretty much did like um what the Road Wars did in the seventies and eighties and nineties. You know what I mean? Okay, eighties, I've kind of probably heard the seventies, but uh, the damn Deli Boys, nine time Dota E tag team champion. That was only Dota E from Titles nine times, one of the tired teams out of nine times, and they really changed the game when they came from ECW. They eight time tag team champs in ECW, but they, like I said, they everywhere they went, they won tag titles. You put them in your promotion, you knew, like, oh, they're gonna get tag titles because they're the Dudleys. To me, they have the greatest tag team finisher, the Dudley 3D, because when they even hit it, I hear the whole crowd echoing. 3D through the whole ring or where they 3D, 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 boom. And then they add the equation of making the tables relevant. Like, dude, I like everybody like when we getting tables. Like, I mean my friends, like, we'll pretend like to be at the table, like, get the tables. <laughs> and they show up their fun creative side with you know the what's up and all that. And test oh my brother testify. And Devon, what? Get the tables. It was done to split them up. It, it didn't work. Uh, we got Deacon Devon, which was interesting. Reverend Devon, I'm sorry. It was Deacon Batista. That was something different for him to do. And Bully Ray, Bubba Ray just plundered around. Kind of team with Spike. But anyway. But they, they are. The other boys, I can see them being in the top five. And they because they, along with the Hardy Boys and Asian Christian, who I'll talk about with them later on. And, that matches the ladder matches, the TLC matches, table matches. Good shit. They got even got a whole pay per view name after that match. TLC match, TLC pay per view, which they need to get rid of. <clears throat> Just keep it extreme rules pay per view. Don't need a TLC pay per view. But yeah, the Dudley Boys, they changed the game. Like they were rough and tough. It's like we finally, at that point, we finally got a team that's, that's believable that can really legitimately fight and be rough and tough as the APA because they act like they was a rough ass team it was like who we got that can really just we could believe they could go toe to toe them in a fight or a bar fight them damn Dudleys that's who that's who <laughs> but yeah the Dudleys I, I can see them being in the top five and do you because like I said they they really brought the tag team division up when they're few Asian Christian and the Hardy Boys so I definitely can I can see that um, Ed and Christian being number four, okay. Um, oh, uh, yeah, I'm over, but the Hart Foundation that was the team I kept forgetting. I don't know why I kept forgetting about Brad and Jim Nyhart. I just kept forgetting about them. I remembered 
the other four teams in the top five, but I just can't forget about the Hart Foundation. I don't know why. I don't know. If I, maybe I thought they'd already mentioned them. I don't know. But, yeah, the Hart Foundation came in number three over Edge and Christian. Um, again, this is one of those teams where I can see it because of the name and the legacy and what they did with the tag team during their golden age of tag teams with, you know, other teams like the British Bulldogs, the Rockers, Demolition, Nasty Boys, whatever. I can see it in the popularity of the heart attack that Italian Tamina been using lately. Their, their tag finisher. Uh, so, I can see, oh, it's, it's close. But me, personally, I would put it, I would probably put Asian Christian over the Heart Foundation. It's just me. I've never, Bret Hart's the one, don't get me wrong, Bret Hart is definitely one of the greatest wrestlers ever. In-ring taking one of the greatest in-ring technicians ever. Jim M. not hard enough was a really big fan. That's, you know, him and Brett broke over and he put him on and got together. But, um, Adrian Christian, I could put them in 04 because during their tag team, they, they was kicking ass tag night. It was a great tag team. Fun to watch. Very came to her own, being heels with the five. And being the fifth of those flash photography for five seconds on the poses, that was some cool shit. And you know what? In all their, their triple threat tag matches that they have, the Hards and Dullies, they won. WrestleMania 2000, the latter match for the tag titles, Edge and Christian won. SummerSlam, the first TLC match, Edge and Christian won. TLC 2 at WrestleMania 17. Asian Christian won. Now that's a big, big match wins for them. Like, damn. No matter what, like, if no matter what, what match they lost, they can still say, "Hey, we won the TLC match and the ladder match WrestleMania." True. And like they was like a good, fun, cool team. Like they was really brought reeking of awesomeness before Miz was saying awesome. Asian Christian was reeking of it, of awesomeness. Yeah. Sorry, Miz. Not sorry. But they was just fun. Like when they go to the city, they insult them, and it was that was fun, cool stuff. And I mean, they didn't get much um, merchandising though. So, but they had the shirts and the sunglasses. And Christian had the weird. Christian had to create sunglasses, and you know, they was a good fun team. And they really came on. They really was coming with some creative tag team moves. And I um I heard them do on the podcast how they was like a lot of spots and moves and. Stuff that happened in the matches, they was both come up with. It wasn't like with the Hardy, it was most like Matt doing the talking in the Dullies. It was most like Bubba doing the talking. Edge and Christian was collectively as a team talking. They was childhood friends. And I can't forget when they was rolling with the Brood with Gangrel, which had one of the most fire, dopest, fire dope interest in Attitude Era. Coming up through that ring of fire, coming up to the stage and speeding the blood in the music. Everybody's walking, bobbing their heads and stuff. Oh, the blood bath. So, yeah. Um, for me, I, I probably put Ed and Christian a little higher than the Heart Foundation, but you know, you can't deny greatness. So, Heart Foundation number three, yo. Heart Foundation in number three. Now, as far as um, <laughs> number one, number two spot. New Day and Hardy Boys, WWE greatest tag teams. Oh my God, I I, I knew those two were gonna be number one, number two. I just knew it. 
Hardy Boys, pretty much attitude they were ruthless, you know. Power Duty is one of their most popular tag teams. Merchandising, looks, matches, styles. Look, girls just love Hardy Boys, know how they look pretty boys. The girls used to call them, come here, pretty boy. You know what I mean? The matches they pull off the stunts. Not just Jeff, Matt did some crazy stuff too. Lead drops and splash off ladders. And he took some crazy spots too from getting knocked through tables. Uh, knocked off ladders. <laughs> but they was they had probably taking their merchandise, their t-shirts, their entrance music. Their, come on now. Even when they came back in 2017 at WrestleMania. People still love them, chant them, and, and delete, 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 delete. I mean, I, I, you know, and it was like looking at all the other teams they were showing, like, come on now. What team really can top the Hardy Boys for a tag team division work, popularity, merchandising, and title wins, and big matches they didn't have? Win or loss, you were part of history. So, I mean, and they really, like I said, Hardy Boys with Edge and Christian and the Dudley Boys. They took the tag team division to a whole nother level. A level that I don't even think Delta you will ever really reach again. <coughs> you know, New Day and the Usos, maybe a handful of others, they try. They're trying. But that level the Hardy Boys and the Asian Christian and Dudley took it to. Mm. Mm, come on now, y'all. That's some dope shit. I forgot to mention the Fabulous Freebirds and the Von Eriks when I was talking about other tag teams. My bad. Not bad. But anyway. But yeah, the Hardy Boys and the Hardy Boys and the New Day. I mean, I can see the New Day why they number one. That's that's only that's the only one tag team I can say, but all things considered, getting the gold medal over the Hardys. Look at New Day has done. They're some longevity since 2014. Like they had to figure out what was working for them because like what they first came up with. People like, oh, y'all lame, bro. This whole stuff they tried, you know. People weren't feeling them at first, and they got to get on the gentleman. They came heels, then babyface. Let's talk this, this about their merchandise. The unicorn horns, trabones. Who will thought ever merchandise and sell people want to buy a trabone or a plastic trabone, period. Pancakes, bootio, cereal. The t-shirts. Who? 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 New Day. That's who. And then they like they just came to their own. Even as baby as heels. It wasn't long before people were gonna start like cheering for them, liking them, because all three guys in New Day are, are great in the ring. People would be sleeping on Xavier Woods because he's such great on the mic. And a good quote unquote manager time during the matches. But the boy got skills. I knew he had skills because I remember him in TNA when he was wrestling the night, Austin Creed. So when he really gets a chance to show it, you like, dog, man, I, you, you forget how good he is in the ring. We know how good and powerful big he is. We, Kofi Kingston, come on. Do we really need to talk about how great he is in the ring? He don't get no respect on his name. <coughs> but yeah, people love New Day. New Day rocks. New Day rocks. As a two man or a three man group, they just they just still the best tag team right now. They live time champs. 
longest running tag team champions in WWE with over 400 days. They were 480 something days. Um, 11 title rings, 11 time tag team champion duty. Nobody's topped that. I don't know if anybody will. Because um, the Usos at number six trying to get to number seven. Or they, yeah. Come on. Y'all got to win titles six more times to top the New Day. I don't know how this going to work out. But on New Day, man, <sighs> breath of fresh air in the tag team division. The power of positivity, the unicorn, the unicorn stampede. They got you in their corner, they sit your ass down, they just, they gonna stump the hell out you. So, but I mean, like I said, Hardy Boys, New Day. I wish I could see them in their prime. Um, I would love to see the, the New Day in a TLC match with Hardys, Edge and Christian, uh, Dudley's. Everybody in their prime. I mean. Because all of them in a way had a third member. The hardest had Lita, Dallas had Spike, and then eventually Edge and Christian ended up picking up Rhino. And then, you know, New Day could have Xavier outside or, you know, no. And New Day brought back the Freeburg rule. Like, you never know who was going to defend the title tonight Kofi and Big E or Xavier and Kofi or Xavier and Big E. You never knew. That was a cool, hmm, hmm. So, I. Gonna be a lot of haters out there that's like, New Day, really? 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 Yes, really. They deserved it. Work their ass off and trendsetters. Merchandise kicking ass. I don't, I could be wrong, but I think they merchandise sale is damn near, is, is getting up to where John Cena's is. Because John Cena, he big to merchandise. And I feel like New Day merchandise is getting up there. Yeah. Bootios, cereal. It was real cereal. I never had it. The unicorn stuff and the, they, they brought pancakes. They had everybody, mama eating pancakes. I don't know if I would have ate them. Kofi was throwing them bare hand or taking out his tights and stuff and throwing them out. But no, I wouldn't. But yeah. Yeah, it is, guys. This, that's the top 10, the 10 greatest tag teams from WWE. Their list, not mine. So, but you heard my opinions of what I would have changed and took out of them. So. But yeah, I definitely see New Day being the greatest tag team in WWE. Facts are facts. Respectfully. But anyway, guys, it's your main man, Kel Breezy. Um, you're in Kel's world, guys. Thanks for supporting me. Um, remember, I'm on all podcast platforms. Links down below for the Kel's World merchandise and my Benny reward Benny his music link down below as well. Remember, guys, when you're in Kale's world, it's a fun place. It's a happy place. It's a loving place. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get that on a t-shirt one day. Seriously. Anyway, working on new merchandise. Anyway, out of here. It's your main man, Kale Breezy. One love. Be good people. And I'm out. <laughs>